In this podcast, the University of Chicago's Anjali Adukia presents her research on the link between school sanitation infrastructure, education growth, and development in India. Adukia describes the importance of latrine construction in schools for driving primary school enrollment, particularly among girls. She also discusses the policy implications of these dynamics for education and sanitation development, investment in school infrastructure, and gender equality. The discussion draws upon her ADBI featured speaker webinar on sanitation, education, and development. Hi, Professor Adukia. Thank you for joining Asia's Developing Future. Can you first tell us a bit about your research background? In my research, I seek to understand the factors that influence educational decisions, and in particular, my work examines how the provision of basic needs for schools can encourage school participation. Can you explain the relationship between sanitation and education enrollment based on your research in the space pertaining to India? I find that school latrines increase student enrollment and lower dropout for all students. An average upper primary school receiving latrine experienced a statistically significant 8% relative increase in enrollment. Primary schools that receive latrines had a 12% increase in enrollment. I find that a latrine generally increases female enrollment more than male enrollment. Older girls are more impacted by a latrine than older boys by about two and a half percentage points. Um, and the difference between younger girls and boys is slightly smaller. Can you explain the impact of different latrine types? So there are some schools that received resources to build sex-specific latrines, meaning like separate latrines for girls and boys, whereas other schools received resources to build unisex latrines, which are shared facilities among girls and boys. The construction of a unisex latrine has a greater impact on pubescent age boys than pubescent age girls. And pubescent age girls benefit very little from a unisex latrine, but they benefit greatly from a sex-specific latrine just for girls. I find that while the impact of a latrine is substantial for pubescent age girls, younger girls and boys actually experience larger benefits from the presence of a latrine. And for younger children, unisex latrines may be sufficient with relatively smaller additional gains from sex-specific latrines, which suggests that latrines may have important impacts for child health. These results really illustrate the varying importance of health, privacy, and safety for children of different genders and ages, which is useful to understand when trying to allocate scarce resources. If privacy is a bigger concern, then you shouldn't expect to see much response to unisex latrines. But if health concerns are more important, then you should expect to see that children benefit regardless of the type of latrine that is built. This is useful not only from an economics perspective, when understanding factors that contribute to education decision-making, but also from a policy perspective in deciding where to focus limited resources. How does a lack of sanitation facilities impact pubescent age girls disproportionately? One girl talked about the story of Jyothi, who went behind the bushes and there were boys who did bad things to her and she had to leave school. This girl said, I'm so scared it will happen to me that I don't eat or drink during the day. Sometimes I feel faint or dizzy, but it's better than the alternative. Or during a household visit, this young kid, it was in 11th, I said, well, it's during the school day. Why aren't you in school? And she said, oh, you know, I had to miss a few days every month because of my period and I missed during exams. They wouldn't let me retake them, so I failed out. So I just kept hearing these stories. And so it made me really think about what are some of the factors that are at play that are making girls drop out. But it's actually not just about girls, right? Sanitation can work through other channels as well. You know, boys themselves actually may really benefit from the added safety and privacy of separate latrines. 
right? Based on the child psychology literature, they tend to be the primary victims of bullying, particularly younger boys. You know, and they may also not feel as comfortable urinating in the presence of others. But there's a stigma for boys to actually talk about their feelings or talk about what it is that may be bothering them. If school sanitation has such obvious benefits, why don't all schools already have facilities? In developing contexts, there's this common notion that money is just left on the table, where possible gains from basic solutions are missed. And I actually conducted, you know, about 140 interviews with headmasters at different schools, and continuously, people were very surprised that I would even ask about sanitation facilities. I'd say, kids don't need them. They go, you know, before school or after school, and if they really Need to go during the day. They do what we've been doing for hundreds of years and just go in the beautiful open outdoors. Now, to address this, the government of India decided to take on the issue of eradicating open defecation by encouraging schools to provide sanitation facilities because they believe this notion that kids could actually be these social change agents, and if you target a school, that there might actually be these really great spillover effects into communities. In 2003, there is this large increase in the number of school latrines. That were built due to resource constraints. The program was rolled out gradually over the the subsequent years, and the rollout looked different in different places. And generally, school latrine construction through this program was managed by the Ministry of Drinking Water and Sanitation rather than by educational officials. You know, there was actually very little communication across the departments. In fact, you know, a lot of education departments really said, "Oh, that's Ministry of Drinking Water and Sanitation. This is not our issue." In fact, the standard World Bank school that was built for a long time didn't actually even include a sanitation facility. It was really just about the classrooms. How do these results change depending on the context? The impact of latrines varies across India, which could reflect differences in underlying social factors or local economic opportunities. The impact of latrines may be larger with, in areas with more gender parity, where girls might otherwise be encouraged to enroll in school. But the impact might also be larger in areas with more gender inequality, where there is the most unfulfilled potential to increase educational enrollment. But in general, it doesn't actually matter what the gender parity or the income of a particular area is. The impact of a latrine actually stays quite consistent. The educational impacts of school sanitation are similar across a range of less developed contexts worldwide, which really expands the external validity of estimates from within India. India is home to 25% of the world's out-of-school children. And it's important to know how the other 75% of out-of-school children might be encouraged to enroll. And in the absence of direct quantitative studies on sanitation and education in other contexts, the substantial heterogeneity in conditions within India can be used to explore how the impact of sanitation on education varies across contexts. You know, and there appears to be very little variation in the impact of school trains across wealthier and poorer districts within India. And while there are some indications of larger impacts in areas that have greater gender parity. You know, perhaps because other conditions are more suitable to increasing female education, the impact of latrines remains substantial, even in contexts of lower gender parity within India. What are some existing latrine deployment challenges? I think maintenance is a huge issue. So often parents get very sick when their kids first start attending school, and that's because there's these contagion effects. Kids don't wash their hands if there are worms everywhere, or if kids get sick because of these health issues. And so you can imagine from a parent's perspective, if you say, "Well, gosh, my kid keeps getting sick at this school, and then I have to take time off from work, or I've got to spend money on medicine, or whatever," it's much cheaper for me just to take my kid out of school than to deal with this like hotbed of contagion, and especially the 
latrines, if they are not maintained, they could become gross very quickly. In fact, even if a school had a pre-existing latrine that needed maintenance, they were more likely just to build a new one rather than repair the old one. And it's a capital investment. It's not cheap. It is cheap from a development perspective and considering all the things that we spend money on, but there are resources that are being put into it. And so it's actually relatively inexpensive to hire some local person to come and clean these things. And then you're actually providing a job and then you're maintaining this capital investment for the long run. To wrap up, how effective would you say latrines are for increasing school enrollment in the region in relative terms? Because resources are always limited, it's important to understand the cost effectiveness of this intervention compared to other possible interventions that have been found to increase student enrollment. So this latrine initiative increased student enrollment by about 430,000 students across 40,000 schools at a cost of about $450 per latrine unit. So that's about $18 million total. Now, this works out to cost approximately $11 if you amortize it for each additional student enrolled. Now, this is on par and actually even cheaper than most other interventions such as school meals, teacher incentives, and school construction. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.